The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. And welcome once again to a Came From the Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me via social distancing is none other than uh, our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Hello, fun seekers. And uh, from the Life with Jenner G, Jen Elise Saldi. Feeling very lively today, guys. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, on this week's show, we're going to have our Pronto Comics Dominic Definition Man Sprano, who is unable to join us today. Uh, oh. He's going to have his uh, movie pick of the week, which is also a comic book. Um, we have a Jaybird and Lee segment, and we have an interview that I did with um, none other than Shadow Rabbit uh, Clay Guy Art. He is a creator of uh, Clay Stuff. I think that's the best description <laughs> of that. Um, well, before we do any of that, we have to take it away with the news. Yeah. The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, which we are celebrating over 25 years of pop cultureness and comic book stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention will be, in theory, on May 1st and 2nd of 2021. Um, also, I want to give our shout-outs for our Patreons, of which there are Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unji Kun, Shadow Rabbit, <laughs> Shadow Rabbit Art, who is going to be the guest uh, later on in today's show, and the Huracan, which is a convention in a church in Long Island. If you want to get your own little shout-out, go to www.patreon.com, look up a came from the radio in the search bar, and just for a dollar, you can get a little shout-out. Um, so let's start off with the sad news. We have tons of sad news. Um, actor Eddie Hassel uh, died recently from a gunshot to the stomach. Uh, Eddie appeared in such shows as Oliver Bean, I used to love that show, Surface, Till Death, and Devious Maids, just to name a few. On the big screen, Eddie appeared in such films as 2012, The Kids Are All, Jobs, House of Dust, Warrior Road, and Bomb City, just to name a few. Um, of note, the New York Times reported that Eddie was shot outside his girlfriend's apartment, and a spokesperson for the police department says, <clears throat> The motive is still under investigation, but detectives can confirm a car was taken from the scene and later recovered. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that, that happened. Yeah, that's, wow. kind of a, that's kind of dramatic. I wonder yeah. what caused all of that. Is there any storyline of why this happened? Not yet. But uh, like we did with a previous show, or maybe a future show, depending on when it airs, um, we had the other guy who was shot, and he was 70 years old, and they found out it was a dispute, so we talked about that in, a, in mm-hmm. another recording. Yeah. So, this, so this guy, he was only 30. Wow. Crazy. Wow. They should, they should make a show yeah. about that. Yeah. So I, I I have seen Oliver Bean. I haven't seen any of the other shows. Oh, in 2012, I remember that movie. So probably he was a kid in the movie, I'm guessing. Because he was, he, if he was 30, he's probably the son. Uh, yeah. So let's see. More sad news. Legendary writer and animation producer Charles Kenneth Spears, also known as Ken Spears, uh, died recently from complications from Louis body dementia. 
Uh, Ken was one half of Ruby Spears, which was responsible for co-creating slash producing such characters as Scooby-Doo, Fang Face, Mighty Man and Yuck, Rickety Rocket, loves that show, uh, Thunder the Barbarian, Goldie Golden Action Jack, I love that show, Rubik uh, the Amazing Cube, Mr. T Cartoon, and all the shows on a Saturday Supercade, Space Ace, Dragon's Lair, Turbo Teen, Sectars, It's Punky Brewster, Centurions, Laser T Academy, Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos, Dink the Little Diamond, Dinosaur, Sky Surfer Strike Force, and Pittsburgh Pigs, just to name a few. Um, of note, as we reported on our 914 show this year, Joe Ruby, the other half of Ruby Spears, had also died due to natural causes at the age of 87. Um, you remember that, Jen? We were talking about all those uh, cartoons? Uh huh, yes. It's crazy that both halves of, the, of this, of this uh, team is now gone. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, that seems to be in line with 2020 and what's going on in the world. Everything just keeps disappearing. So at least we're staying on trends. Charles, uh, you remember um, those uh, Ruby Spears cartoons back in the day? Um, you know what? No. Really? No, no, I do. I do. I'm just I'm just funning <laughs> with your mom. Because I'm like, they were in the 80s and 90s. It was a big, even yeah, in the 70s. I mean, 80s and 90s, Mark, I was like worrying about my family, raising a family and stuff. And maybe my daughter remembers some of that. Well, you remember Scooby-Doo at least. Oh yeah, I, I do. I do. And the only reason, um, because those metal, what it was those meddling kids? What was the name of that? Scooby-Doo and the, the mystery no, machine. No. Right, right. But what should, what would they call in them? Those meddling kids, or well, that was the the, the thing. Oh, I would have gotten away if it was one for you meddling kids, but they didn't have a right, name. Right, right, right. Well, I I was in bands at the time, and one of the bands that we played with, or or uh, you know, was that that was the name, the meddling kids. Yeah, <laughs> because because they all love Scooby Doo. So oh, I thought uh. it was because they're a bunch of welders meddling <laughs> kids. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. Uh, but good one, yeah. Jen. Thank you, thank you. I am a uh, dad. Here all week, try to feel. Uh, Ken Spe- my dad joke. <laughs> Ken Spears was eighty-two, so that's that's something. You no, know, yes. It's it always it always intrigues me that when you have um, a relative relatives that are so close in age and they pass away, how soon the next person passes yeah. away. You see that a lot with husbands and wives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the only way I think off the top of my head would be when Stan Lee, his wife died, and like a year or two later, he died. Right, also. right. Yeah, yeah. The, my grandparents too. My, grand, my grandpa went downhill. He was so healthy. He played racquetball, and his health went downhill really fast as soon as my grandma died. That's, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, um, talk about connection. Moving on, for more sad news, producer Charles Gordon also died recently of cancer. Charles had a hand in producing such films and TV shows as Night of the Creeps, Die Hard, the original Die Hard, and its sequel Die Hard 2, Field of Dreams, K-9, Lock Up, The Rocketeer, The Super with Joey Pesci, uh, Unlawful Entry, Waterworld, October Sky, The Girl Next Door, Renegades, Lone Star, Things that go bump in the night. Wait, things that go no bump. And the two hitmen, just to name a few. Uh, wow. He had a lot of uh, producing credits uh, on these movies. It's like a wide range. And uh, and about three quarters of those movies I love. You uh, you uh, familiar with any of these movies there, Jen? 
Yeah, a few of them. I like the porno of things that go bump in the night. That was a big one. I, I think he didn't make that one. <laughs> oh, 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 well, never mind then. <laughs> um, he was a, a, a spry 73. Wow, that's young. All right, so let's let's hit the, for the final bit of sad news. We can get on some, some other news for this uh, week. Um, Emmy Award-winning writer and executive producer Jeremy Stevens also died recently from renal failure. Uh, Jeremy co-wrote the film Summer Rental starring John Candy, as well as mm-hmm. TV shows The Electric Company, Fernwood Tonight, The Richard Pryor Show, What's Happening, uh, The Bad News Bear, Morky, Morky and Mindy, Mork and Mindy, <laughs> <laughs> Dear John, Coach, and Down the Shore, and Everybody Loves Raymond, just to name a few. Um, of note, Jeremy was a supervising producer of the Russian version of Everybody Loves Raymond, which is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest adapted television show in the world with 455 episodes and at least 21 seasons under its belt. So that's crazy. Jen, were wow. you on the Russian version of that? Yes, and I was on the Russian version. I'm quite tired on that, too, because I was, you know, 20 seasons. Holy God. Oh, my goodness. So you were, I, like, born on that show? <laughs> Yes, I was born on the set, immaculately. <laughs> that's immaculate why conception. That's what made it so popular. They had a live birth on the show. Well, that will yes. send any shows ratings up. Every show should have live births. <laughs> if so I'm president, true. every show will have births <laughs> and and conceptions. The fun part. <laughs> that's a different show. <laughs> um, Jeremy oh. was a uh, a young eighty three. Um, wow. Moving on. Now, this one's an interesting one. So from the it's so easy a fish can do it department. A fish, well, technically four in teams of two, had, quote unquote, played and completed a Pokemon game, uh, Ruby, after 3,000 hours of gameplay. It turns out that the experiment was set out where the fish, two at a time, to, in order to safeguard their physical condition, were placed in a tank that had a grid of squares on the back of the aquarium. The squares on the grid were attributed to a button or a command, such as A, B, up, down, left, and right. And a tracking camera followed the fish's movements from which one of the fish moved from one square to the other. The command was then sent to a circuit board, which then inputted the controls into the Pokemon game. Um, However, uh, the owner also would execute some commands, such as starting the game, restoring a total knockout of the party, which means that your team was uh, defeated, and uh, preceding a manual uh, command when it, ent- when, when it needed to be. Wow. Wouldn't, well, it, wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if they put that much effort into feeding the hungry and sheltering the homeless? That's I'm true. just saying. What do you mean? Like the yep. fish would, would move and then it would, like a pellet of food would come down to the feeding the homeless? No, I'm just I'm just saying they wasted so much time. I don't know who thought of this dream child, mm-hmm. but I mean, oh my God, put your efforts in in something worthwhile. It's right. uh, a lot of misdirected energy here. It's like yeah. um. Thank you. Yes. Charles, did you used to watch uh, the Get Smart? Yes, I did, and loving every minute. So there was a joke in Get Smart when they're like, "If only they used their powers for good." Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and, exactly. and if a fish, if fish could play games like this, can't humans just yeah. can't qu- just can't they count the votes? I <laughs> forgot. I forgot the word count. So it goes to show you how smart I am because I didn't. Yeah. I forgot count. Simple word. <laughs> so moving on uh, from the well, 
I guess uh, she's gay now department. Uh, just as with Iceman before her, Marvel Comics has decided to make a longtime X-Men character gay. Originally appearing 40 years ago in X-Men 129, in the most recent issues of Marauders number 12, Kitty Pride is now bisexual uh, with sharing a kiss with another woman. Um, for those of you who don't know, because I know you guys aren't really comic fans, uh, Jennifer and Charlie, um, <laughs> she was played by Ellen Page in the X-Men films. Uh, she was the one that could face two oh. people. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you okay. saw the uh, X-Men films? You know who I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. So that character is now gay after 40 years. Yeah. Well, well that's what you're supposed to do if you want to be famous and keep your show relevant. Just be gay. I, yeah. Like you just, come out, you come out when it's well acceptable to come out. But I think, like, instead of why don't they just make a new character gay, or a new character and then have them gay? But then, I mean, making a big thing about having a previously established character as gay, like they did with Iceman, that he was gay. I think it it hurts the 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 story and the character. Like, I have nothing wrong with making them gay. Like, if they were always gay, well, whatever. But I think mm-hmm. that having a established character, like if all of a sudden they decided to make Thor gay, you know, mm. or Captain America gay, I think I would love to well, see that. I'll stop. I'll start watching comics <laughs> if they make Thor gay. Now I'm in. I think it, it yeah. hurts. I really do. Yeah, it's you know what? It's a sin because they're all trying to be contemporary, and I think by being contemporary, in certain cases, you're ruining a whole, you know. Nothing to do with being gay or anything. I'm just saying, right. you know, keep it consistent. Add a new character if you want to throw that into the works. Well, and, I kind of you know, disagree. I like the twists and turns. And here's a little here's a little uh, sneak peek. In 2030, it's going to be trendy to be straight again. So we're going to see a lot of shows adding straight characters. So stay tuned for 2030. Is that was going to happen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, I have to discuss something. Oh, okay. From the desk of All Charlie right. Saladino. From the desk of the, actually from the desk of it came from the radio. I oh. was surfing our our uh, Facebook page and I saw something that totally disturbed me. Hmm. Meet Tomaten, the wearable robot that feeds you tomatoes <laughs> as you run. Wait, and while you're a, running? There's a picture. Of Tomaten. And I'm thinking, what the... That's what I'm thinking. Because if you go to the Facebook, Jen, you're going to love this one. If you do tomatoes while you're running, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and there's a picture of this happening. What? Yeah. So, of course, being totally annoyed with this, I put a comment on, and it says, or... Tomato and it feeds you tomatoes while you're running from Japan. Or the American version, <laughs> Hamburgaten, a wearable robot that feeds you hamburgers for people who are too freaking lazy to pick their hamburgers up with their wow. own hands. I can't wow. believe that somebody, you talk about waste your time. What <laughs> possible, possible thing could this be i don't know i don't know and I also just, I, I just did a i just did a health counseling session one of the tips is to eat sitting down and not while yeah. running or standing it's not healthy to right. eat while you're running around it's not it's good for your, your digestion you're wearing your heart out 
Very you know, unhealthy. your heart's working double. It's working because you're <laughs> pumping it. And then I asked to digest the freaking tomatoes. I mean, very unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do something unhealthy like that, have it feed you Snickers bars, you know? <laughs> while or you're have, it, have it feed you while you're sitting down, at least. Yeah, whatever. You but know? if you're too tired to, to put the food in your mouth, then maybe you should just take a nap and stop eating. Yeah. But what the point of my whole rant is, why? 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 I'm you glad know? I didn't decide to include that into the news or it might have been in a you later. Build this? So, is so, this actual thing? So so what Charlie is saying, yes, it, it was going to make the news that there is a picture, a video actually on our uh, Facebook page that uh, has a robot that attaches like a like a backpack on, on your shoulders in wow. Japan. And it feeds you tomatoes as you run. So, yes. Wow. So, good job wow. there. Paying attention to our Facebook page, uh, Charlie. And I'm, wa- I'm watching it so. in action. And it's just <laughs> so amazing. So surreal. How about right. we clean up the water supply instead? Moving, <laughs> moving on. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's, let's, uh, let's do this one. Uh, moving on from the It's Just Not For Kids Anymore department. Uh, Play-Doh has just announced a new line of Play-Doh for grown-ups. Uh, I'm buying it. The, the new, <laughs> Are you? The, the new product line contains a variety of grown-up scents, including overpriced latte, mom mm-hmm. jeans, dad sneakers, spa day, lord of the lawn, and grill king. Did you wow. say dad sneakers? Dad sneakers is a, uh, a scent. Wow. wow. A, a scent I don't want. <laughs> there are certain types of sneakers. I had a joke with a friend and we call this one guy jeans and sneakers because there's certain men that just wear these funny jeans and these like usually New Balance sneakers and they are very, quote, dad-like. Wow. They should uh, they should create another scent. Seeing that they got dad sneakers, dad dad's week old underwears. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for yeah. those of you who what didn't, what about divorce sneakers? <laughs> for those of you who didn't know, um, originally Play-Doh was invented to remove uh, soot and dirt from wallpapered walls. So uh-huh. how about that? And then it became the the child's toy that we know today. Yeah, wow. kind of like a uh, fake sugar. I think one of the fake sugars yeah. was found. Uh, it, it was killing things. I think it was an insecticide, and now we use it as a sweetener. Huh. Wow. So speaking of wow. killing things. Um, moving on to the next bit of news from the kill now, no more department gun media has announced that their game Friday the 13th. The game is getting one final update this month, along with the closure of the game's dedicated servers. You'll still be able to play the game and we'll keep your unlocks and progressions, but the dedicated servers and all other features will no longer be available to players. You'll still be able to play matches online via quick play and private matches. But how well those matches play out will be largely dependent on a connection of the player who's hosting the match. Just like in the old days when you used to play games online. Um, the game forums will be archived so that players can still reference them if they can't contribute anymore. The game itself will still be on sale. And the troubleshooting site used to resolve issues in the game will remain accessible uh, like the forums for players to seek guidance from. For those of you who do not know, the game was released in 2017. And basically, uh, you get to either pick yourself as Jason or as the camp counselors. And uh, if you were Jason, you had to go around, and the, op- and the object of the game was to kill all the other camp counselors. Or if you were a camp counselor, your object of the game was to escape or survive a certain amount of time 
that the game was going on. It was really cool. Uh, There's actually lots of uh, videos on it on YouTube. Uh, it had a lot of Jason, uh, different Jasons throughout all the years. And um, it, it looks like something I really wanted to try, but I didn't have the money to buy the game. And obviously, uh, a lot of people didn't. So the game is going out of uh, style. Why are all these games based on killing things? Can't they be like games on, you know, picking the vegetables in my backyard or doing meal prep or cleaning the house or other things I actually do? Because I'm never thinking about killing people until I watch video games. Just an idea. Wasn't there a, a farm a farm game? I think there's oh, tons of there? farm games. Yeah, Farmville. Sounds like people send me invites and then I decide I didn't want to be friends with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie, there, you... was a, there was a whole farm thing going on Facebook when... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that you cultivate farms. And I'm like, why? And then, you know, <laughs> Just make a like, real farm. Yeah, go out Get off and your plant some stuff. Right. right. Plant some. Plant tomatoes so you can put it in that freaking robot. <laughs> exactly. And eat while you run. Charlie, were you so, a fan of uh, the Fire 13 series? Um, uh, the games? Well, I meant the movies. Oh, it was basically like a well, real life movie. Well, like, it was really well cool. your your senior correspondent went to the first showing oh. of it on Friday the thirteenth. Wow! And uh, I thought it was it was great until they start beating a dead horse, you know. But um, a lot of people don't realize that that first Friday the thirteenth, the thirteenth, I'm getting Brooklyn, the thirteenth, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Jason didn't do any of those killings. That's right. That is it was his it was his mom. That is Dorothy right. Provo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, go Jason. moms. Take down the patriarchy. Yeah. And and besides the 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 killer was it was Dorothy Provine, who was a an early sixties, fifties actress. And then she wind up on game shows because there was nothing going in the acting part. And all of a sudden. She winds up doing all the killings in uh, Friday the 13th because because Because. the can counselors neglected watching her son who drowned in that lake. They were busy making they were busy making their own movies. Yeah. So (laughs) and 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 if they did a remake, guess what? She'd be gay. They did make yeah. a remake, but you mean like oh. a new remake? A remake yeah. of a remake? They should just update all of the 13th movies, just make everyone gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch well, that. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, all I know is the first one was a very innovative movie at the time. Um, and it, it just cleared the way for all, you know, blood and guts movies, which I don't consider horror movies. It's oh, slasher flicks, uh, basically. You know, but... Uh, it was a, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a great movie. And, and just for the fact that, you know, they built Jason up to this immense murderer. And the first Friday the 13th, he did nothing but stayed at the bottom of the lake. I, I thought that was uh, amusing. Yeah. So yeah. that's it for the news. So we have a like a minute and a half left. So we have some final thoughts before we end our segment. So uh, Senior Correspondent Charlie Saladino, do you have any final thought for us before we end our segment? Uh, yeah, I um, I do have a final thought. I don't know when this will be airing, but remember, everybody, on November 20th, go down to 74th Street in Middle Village. Our friend Mike Carbonero and Ivy Silberstein have opened a new com- comic book memorabilia store called Mike's Comic Book um, 
well, I'm going to get this wrong now, but it's uh, it's Ivy's Paranormal Art and Mike's Comic Book Pop Shop. So um, go down there, say hello, tell and them pit- we sent you. And pictures are up on our Facebook page, so that way they can have an idea of what they're looking for when they get there. Yes, and, and then just the rest of it is just be nice to everybody. Uh, Jen, do you have a final thought for us for our segment? When you're going to go down to my Carbonaro shop and have Carbonaro pasta, make sure you sit down in a relaxed state and eat, not while standing or running, for the best digestion. There you go. (laughs) So that is it for the news. We're going to take our break. We'll be right back with the King from the Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. New comics are back at Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldur. And now get ready for the X-Men event, Ten of Swords, from Marvel Comics. Cosmic Comics and Games is open Wednesday from noon to 7, Thursday from 2 to 7, Friday from 2 to 7, and Saturday from noon to 5. So if you want the latest Marvel, DC, Image, or Independent Comics, back issues, comic book supplies, or magic cards, please call Chuck at 516-763-1133 for all the details. That's Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin. Thank you, and stay safe. Now, back to our show. Hey, this is Jay Brennan Lee, and we're here to talk about movies, music, TV, and what's going on in our part of the world. Today, we're going to talk about the construction we've been doing on our house. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's construction. It's really just a repaving of the driveway and the and the uh, and the pathway. So, typically, our house had um, driveway with pavers on it, and it was all crushed, and it was pretty much a hazard to. Everybody who lived here, so, right? <laughs> I mean, not just us. Like, uh, the people across the street have the same driveway, basically. Except yeah. Except more grass. Right, but ours was crushed a little bit more. So yeah. the idea here, right, is, like, how awesome was it to watch cement being mixed <laughs> and put <laughs> to the ground, right? It was so satisfying, which is surprising because you wouldn't think that's that satisfying, but... Yeah, well, the, you know, the great part is, is that... so. You know, I've never seen, I've seen kind of driveways made before, but not to this degree because we were like watching these guys break apart the cement, you know, and I I hadn't seen that up close and personal. And my son, Riley, was actually helping them throw the rocks and the cement into the truck. Yeah. He was so excited about that. They woke, it, I woke up to the sound of banging and I was like, what is that? <laughs> right. And these guys use, they didn't even use like a jackhammer or any kind of drill to smash into the. They just used like a these regular hammer. A sledgehammer and a pick and they pulled up all the stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to watch. But um, yeah, and it was just great to see how the cement was kind of mixed in the machine and then how it came out onto the driveway. Yeah. And it was like really smooth. It was really smooth. And of course, you know, when you do this stuff, you have to put your initials in the cement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Riley and I put our (laughs) initials, right? (laughs) Into the cement, ruining our whole entire driveway. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, So what, so there were other things that were happening. So at the same time we were getting the, um, the cement into the walkway, which we also had fixed, 
you've got new furniture. And exactly. the guys did not want to put it into the house. They didn't want to carry it on a on a plank to put in up the walk up the stairs. Yeah, the only way to walk from the ground to the stairs is a wooden plank that they put down. Exactly. So you had to walk across that to get everything into the room. Yeah, the exactly. Everything into the house. So, you know, that was a whole thing. We had I had to convince these guys to do it. They totally did they it. They messed up one of the furnitures. Yes, one of the... Right. So they got two out of three pieces into the house. The third piece had a broken um, corner and we had to return it. And the funny, crazy part about that is he calls up the store and the guy's like, here, listen, you know, talk to, talk to my uh, rep, the represent, representative. And as I'm listening, the guy... The guy decide, the guy on the phone puts me on hold and the guy who the delivery guy says, You know what? Here's the phone number. I'm gonna go. And he took his phone back and he left. <laughs> that was it. He was totally gone. So it was just uh it was kind of like a whole hectic moment in the history of Everything was go- it was so insane. Everything was going on and within like two seconds it was crazy. Yeah, but anyway, so you have a couple of pieces. The The construction of the driveway looks beautiful. It was all concrete. We didn't do the crazy pavers and all the other stuff. We just wanted something What's very simple. What's a crazy paver? Well, just little uh, the decorations of the driveway or whatever. You know, like, the price goes up when you start doing decorations. Really? Yeah, of course. People do decorations for Well, the it's just like other bricks surrounded by a big brick so or a big cement so <laughs> there's no point yeah, it's just a design of you know what do you mean no point it's a point it well i guess there's a point pretty. it looks fancy but oh yeah it looks fancy it looks good you know i we didn't go that way yeah you know <laughs> so you know that's uh, one of the new things that we had done this uh season if you if you guys have done anything you know definitely let us know we're really interested in finding out about what you have done yeah. during uh I guess being homebound, if you had done anything, even if it's just a piece of artwork. I know Julie's done some, you know, yeah, artwork. Yeah, some artwork. But you still have to finish. She's doing this great hand, and you didn't finish painting it yet. Mom said she has to teach me, and she hasn't taught me, so. Ah, uh, you'll get there. It's on her. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Once it's done, we will post it. And, uh, you know, if you guys have done any kind of cool creations or anything fun, just uh, let us know. In the meantime. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay connected. Hey guys, this is Christy from Custom Cakes by Christy. I want you to know that I'm here for you. I'm keeping my private kitchen open for any needs your family may have. I've been focusing on bread, soups, muffins, quiches, and other basics, but I'm still accepting dessert orders as well. Please follow my Facebook for immediate pickup items. Private message me for custom orders. Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C, K-R-I-S-T-Y. Text me at 631 606 8166. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to the King Fanray, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. I am here with none other than Shadow Rabbit Clay Guy. Um, is it Shadow Rabbit Clay Guy or just Shadow Rabbit? Hey, man. As long as there's no epitaph behind or in front of it, I don't mind. <laughs> but, but your brand, is it... My, my brand is uh, Shadow Rabbit Clay Guy All right, or so Shadow I Rabbit a... Art. All right, so Shadow Rabbit Art Clay Guy. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wanted to get Shadow Rabbit, but uh, oddly enough, a name that's just a name is already taken on all social uh, media platforms. So, well, at least this way people enough. know. People know what you do. 
I am Shadow Rabbit Clay Guy. Exactly. Yes, sir. So um, we've had you on the show uh, two times before. You had the, um, I guess, pleasure of being on our most Chrissy show. <laughs> I don't think that was all my fault. But, actually, uh, um, it wasn't at all. We had that, uh, the Power Ranger interview, and you actually I were recall. nice enough to come down to the studio. And so you had like your regular interview, which we had you on. And then you came back just to sit and, uh, and chit-chat with me while we were playing the cursiest cursing interview we've ever had. <laughs> on our show and now we have to have you back again for our non-cursiest curse show (laughs) well in theory uh, hey it's still early brother so um (laughs) for people who haven't been paying attention for the last two times which shame on them uh just give a quick quick uh description of what are you as the clay guy what is a clay guy you a guy made out of clay (laughs) (laughs) um i mean probably at this point i've uh, consumed a lot of it Something I probably ought to talk to a gastroenterologist about. But um, and by the way, I've missed your voice, Mark. Man, it's good. You know, hearing you on the recorded stuff's nice. But uh, you're the man. I'm I'm glad to be back. That's awesome. So, uh, my name is Lewis. I'm on Instagram, Shadow Rabbit underscore Clay underscore Guy, and on my website, ShadowRabbitArt.com. And I'm uh, that guy who, if you go to Comic Cons in the tri-state area makes little things out of clay right in front of you at, at uh, your request. And I also make all sorts of other stuff out of clay, wax, epoxy at your, whatever you can dream. I try to bring to this side of the uh, side of the world for you. Um, you as a, as a superhero or a, or a movie character or toys that are missing from your collection uh, just anything weird that you can come up with. Not too weird, please, but, you know, I don't judge. And uh, I make it out of clay, and I send it off to you, and hopefully you love it. So let's let's start with a, a turnaround time. So if you're at a convention and you want something, let's say a dragon um, eating a sword made out of jelly beans, how long was something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, de- it depends how big and how detailed you want it, but... um. At the cons, I sculpt live out of out of uh, wax and clay. You know, more more quick stuff. But I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes, depending how complicated it is. Oh, okay, um, so prices and times may vary. <laughs> hey man, uh, I, I put every dollar you want to pay me into the sculpture. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't really pay myself by the hour. You know, this ain't a, a union job or nothing. You know, <laughs> so uh, I think of myself as a mercenary. You know. You give me a job, I will get it done as efficiently as possible, and then I'll go sit in the sun until the next one comes. <laughs> so how is it being, um, as, as we are virtually distanced, um, without conventions? Because that's like the big thing. Because you used to be at a lot of conventions in the past yeah, couple of years. <laughs> I'm not going to harp on it because I know how many other people are uh, thinking of thinking of the uh, the battles that could have been fought this year. But um, – <laughs> You know, being at home, I got my family, I got my kids, we're doing the homeschooling thing. Um, it's what it is, man. You know, tough time make tough people. And if this is as tough a time as we're facing, you know, we can we can get through it, you know. So um, is it is it better being at home now more often to be able to, to fully immerse yourself in the craft then as opposed to lugging all your stuff? Because you have a quite a display and quite a setup that you bring with you to all the conventions. So now you yeah. don't have to bring all that stuff there. You're at home. You're able to make more stuff or not. 
I know. I was almost feeling like I was getting my groove on, uh, lugging all that crap, uh, stuff everywhere as that I go. <laughs> and all that, yeah, all that crap. You know, that's, that's not a that's not a curse word. Um, <laughs> I mean, I miss the cons, man. I miss uh, I miss hanging out with everybody, meeting new people, uh, getting to see them, be happy when I make something before their eyes. But I'm making the best of it. I'm helping out a lot of people uh, with their kickstarters doing prototyping for toys, taking tons of commissions, you know, trying to get trying to get myself out on the uh, virtual scene a little bit more of late. So that's why I, uh, I appreciate you and uh, all the other guys from the, uh, from the circuit that I've met, you know, keeping, keeping the voices of creators out there. Now, since you work a lot with your hands and it's more of a tactile thing, do you find it yes, harder, harder or easier to do it virtually? Because if you're in person, you can actually feel something. You can actually you know, touch it and see it, whereas virtually you're kind of behind that wall. So do you find that it's a different um, uh, craft to, to put the product out there? Because like, seeing it in person is extremely different than seeing it on the website. It's, it's so night yeah. and day. How do, you, how do you deal with that now? Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to stay real active on uh, Instagram, and luckily, a lot of people have seen me in person, so um, they they have an idea. But uh, it, I'm a weird guy over the radio. I'm a weird guy in person, but uh, I think I'm a lot more disarming if you can see me and know that I'm not like the type of weird that's going to bite you or something, you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> You're not going to be uh, I, turning people into clay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I keep my hands on the clay. I'm not one of those handsy, weird type of person. You know what I mean? And there it goes. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> I was using that Purell before it became a thing. You know what I mean? Forget <laughs> no germs on me. But um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, uh, I like having fun. Uh, I sculpt best when I'm when I'm having fun and people are people are vibing with it. So. Um, I, I do really miss getting to see everybody, but that being said, man, the commissions are still rolling in. I'm still taking uh, commissions if anyone needs something for Christmas or Kwanzaa or uh, whatever uh, winter festival you might want to celebrate. But uh, I, I'm busy, man. You know how quick I work, and I've been pumping them out. So I even got uh, got some guys in Australia buying stuff now, man. I, I gone international during this whole pandemic. That's that's the other thing. Like your your reach is now not just who shows up at your table, but it's the whole world. Um, it's 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 starting to be. You know, I mean, fighting for that virtual time is uh, is a battle that I'm trying to hype myself up to get into because uh, you know I, uh, my day job was working behind a computer before before I got into the comic scene, and I kind of was ready to swear myself off of the. Uh, off of the shiny screen, but uh, they pulled it, me back in. So what are you going to do? It lulled you back. <laughs> hey, they pull you back in, you go guns blazing, right? Uh, so doing the best I can with that, and I'm still having fun, man. You know, one of one of you the make stuff out of clay's good time. However, you do it. One of the the funnest, if that's an actual word, thing that I remember. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> was that um the guy from the Neverending Story? Yeah, that was he went cool. all crazy for your for your stuff <laughs> at a convention. Yeah, like, man. I, does uh, that happen a lot? It was starting to. 
I was starting. That was uh, Noah Hathaway from Never Ending Story. He was the the protagonist in the first one, but uh, it's starting to man. And uh, Tammy, uh, the uh, the girl from it too. The the, was, the, the childlike princess. Yes. Yeah, the childlike princess. And, and I, uh, I so remember. That was, um, yeah, I was uh, trying not to blush when she came up, you know, <laughs> saying nice stuff about me, you know. And uh, <laughs> but, what was uh, that? The uh, was it the Godzilla guy? No, the Ultraman guy. The Ultraman guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was that's cool, man. I'm I'm I've got awful with dropping names and stuff, <laughs> man. I I keep like posted notes written. I I got them written on my arm, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I worked with people for ten years, man. I was still like, hey, buddy. <laughs> It's that guy, but uh, but I meant it. They were. So so let's um, let's talk craft. Yes, sir. Um, that's uh, I have not seen another clay guy in over. Geez, we've been doing this show since two thousand and three. I would say I've been going to conventions since the nineties. I haven't seen another clay guy ever until you came I along. Have. So how did you? So why do you think? It took so long for you to get there, and how come there aren't any other people out there like you? Oh man, well, I mean, there's other people out there grinding up, you know. I mean, on well, I mean, yes, there are people. There are people doing 3D art, and there are people who work in clay. But going to conventions, like I said, I've never seen that, and I've been to San Diego, I've been to New York Comic Con, I've been to the big ones, I've been to the small ones. There isn't like, you know, you you see. 30 or 40 uh, print artists. You see, you know, 50, 60 different books. You see celebrities. You don't see more than one play guy. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, you know, I, I kick myself for not getting into it, uh, but, you know, years but, earlier. Cause... But that's the question. So why do you think it took so long for a clay guy to show up? And how is it that it was you? Because there can be only one. Do you go around? <laughs> No, they take my uh, they take my samurai sword at the doors of these conventions. You know, <laughs> I thought this was America. I'm sorry. <laughs> How am I to fend off other Highlanders? <laughs> um, no, nah, man. I mean, uh, hey, there's other people out there. I know, I know, I know. Someone's gonna be gunning when they see uh, something going good. And I, you know, I've got the internet. I know there's other people out there making stuff. And uh, much love to all of them. Yeah, I. Well, uh, I think I, mean, I think doing doing fun stuff like this only makes the world better. People uh, people enjoying my craft uh, makes me smile. I'm, I'm sure mean, other people are going to be coming up, and uh, hopefully I mean, they're cool. Competition does breed um, uh, better productivity, I find. But you're already yeah. at the top of your game, I find. Like um, just seeing all this, uh, the, the amazing things that I've seen, and from the smallest to small things, they're about. What like how how big are those little square things you do the little uh the little jars ones. are about inch and a half maybe so an tall. inch and a half and some of that detail is amazing for that size oh thanks man so how did how do you even put that in your mind do you actually see it beforehand you're like all right it's gonna look like this when I'm done or you just kind of put it together and hope for the best um so once in a while I can see a piece before it's done but most of the time not. I just kind of black out and uh, let the clay do its thing. <laughs> so you just show up at a convention, a you have no memory uh, of what happens, bit. and then you leave. A little bit, man. It's just a blur. <laughs> but uh, I guess it went well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all in one piece. Hey, man. Yeah, exactly. I have less yeah. stuff and more money. It must have went well. <laughs> 
Hey, God willing, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> we've got some smiles in, had some fun, you know. And speaking no of complaints. smiles, speaking of smiles, um, kids, love your stuff. Yeah, man. How, uh, do you, it's... how do you deal with the kids? Because as, as you have kids <laughs> of your own and people out there love to have kids and, you know, some of them are touchy-feely. How yeah, do you deal with that in a, in a very textile uh, booth that you have? Like I said, everything is very touchy-feely. That's and why I got I, the I, plastic I, jars, <laughs> and I move that stuff back now. <laughs> no, man, I, I, um, I don't care if the kids uh, want to play with, with it. You know, I mean, the bigger stuff, I, I haven't brought any of the – when I was first doing shows, I started to lug, you know, these gigantic, you know, big sculptures, you know, two feet tall guys with me everywhere. Now, now I got my uh, – my booth set up. Someone smashes something. I'll I'll be perturbed, but I'll get over it. Um, and the little stuff at the front, man, come on, I'll play with it. I, I give kids clay if they want to come up and make stuff with me. You know, uh, you know that what's that old trope like? Uh, someone walking past the artist and going, "Oh, Billy could make that at home." I'm like, man, you are you are correct, sir. <laughs> Here's some clay, man. Bring Billy over. Come on, come on, bro. Show me what you got. And then, hey, you know, if they can dance, turn on the music, whatever. <laughs> one, one of the, the important things that I find, at least for artists such as yourself, is that in addition to just having your work speak for itself, you also have to be your own salesman. Do you find yeah. that easier something... now that you've been doing it for more, uh, more time? You know, that's that's uh, something I've always been worried about, you know, just just coming off as, uh, you know, some some salesman trying to sell someone a broken car. <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm doing that. And um, it's because I'm doing something that uh, brings me a lot of joy, makes me happy, relieves my uh, stress and uh, <laughs> hesitations about this, this, uh, this crazy dream we all share in the world. And if people want to come over and buy it, man, you know, that's that just uh, puts me on another level, man. I'm so happy with it. You know, you, you can't heckle me because uh, <laughs> if you don't want it, it's all good, baby. I got to say, I've, I've, you've always had such a positive attitude and just your interaction with the people. I've seen the difference between when you first started to, to well, last year. I can't even say till now because <laughs> there's, there's nothing happening now. Um <laughs> In the before time, <laughs> yes, in the before time, when it's coming back. Man, it's coming back. I'm... So, how, I, I, is it just a natural because you're you're just so in the zone dealing with your stuff that it makes it that much easier? Because you're not focusing on trying to make the sale; you're just focusing on being there, having a good time. Is that the secret? That might be. You know, I think. Um, yeah, I was working working very hard uh, at a job that that I appreciated, but. It wasn't wasn't bringing me anywhere, as you know. If I uh, got hit by lightning, no one was going to write a book about what I was doing behind, you know, <laughs> adding up numbers on a computer. So this is something that makes me happy. I've been doing it since I was a kid, and uh, I feel like I'm finally getting to share it with people who are um, accepting and open and uh, and get it, you know. So um, we are at social media time, although we've already said it when time. we started. Just throw it out there, website. I got to get my plugs stuff. in. Yes. Go for uh, it. You, you can get me on Instagram, shadowrabbit underscore clay underscore 
guy. I know it's got a lot of underscores and stuff, but uh, you know, a rose by any other name is just as sweet. <laughs> I'm also on my website, www.shadowrabbitart.com. And if you hit me up, you know, you send me an email through the website, but honestly, uh, Instagram, I'm on that thing more than is probably becoming healthy. <laughs> and you can DM me, you know, anytime, you know, just uh, even if it's just to say, what's up? I like your stuff, man. It'll make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I'll send my dad a message so he thinks I did something good with my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I'm making making stuff out of clay, trying to stay, uh, I'd say sane, but trying to keep together what little shreds of uh, social acceptability I have left in me uh, during these times. And hopefully uh, the stuff I make can, uh, can bring a smile or something to someone else. So let's make sure we hit the important parts. Um, no job too small, no job too big. Um, you do have a satisfaction guarantee that you will, if it breaks, you, you send it back and you do replace it, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you, if you take a, we'll take a take baseball a bat, pitch yeah. on it, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to work something up. But uh, I stand behind everything I make. Exactly. Um, That's, that was where I was going. <laughs> exactly. Man. I'm not, I'm not is, gonna... you, you make quality work and you will, you will live up to your standard of uh, delivery. I, I will definitely try. Th- thanks, man. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to price my stuff super fair cause I enjoy making this and I'm not trying to, uh, trying to make this a, um, you're not going to uh, a crazy decision it? for you guys. Like I want to make money, man. The money I make off of this helps me continue to do it. Right. You know, I'm, I'm funding this operation through them through the funds I make uh, doing it. Right. And that's, and luckily it's been expanding, you know, but I'm not, I'm not trying to rip anyone off. You know, like I said, you know, if you tell me what your budget is and we'll try to make something work. If you want, uh, if you want a thousand dollar job for a hundred bucks, you know, I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm not trying to go, I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody. And, you know, I hope no one would uh, try to take too much advantage of me either, but it's what it is, man. I love making stuff. And uh, I love making cool stuff. I'll never send out something I'm not happy with. And if there's anything wrong with it, I will make it right. So um, we have less than 30 seconds for a final thought. Was that your final thought? Do you have a final thought for people out there right now? Keep tough, people. It's always uh, darkest before the light. And uh, the world ends every day if you let it. So uh, try to be kind to each other. We're all all brothers and sisters and others in this world, right? Yes. So my final thought is this. I've known you for a few years. Um, you do great work. People go out and check out his stuff, go to the website, get his things. And if you're lucky enough to actually meet him in a convention, go over there, talk to him, and get yourself a little uh, two-inch uh, figurine. Um, so that Oh, is... and my last thought, of course, yes. is to support It Came From The Radio oh. with Mark Doris. Bye, thank you. He is on, he is on the Patreon, and uh, hey, he's, doing a, he's doing the Lord's work here. If, if you like comics and pop culture and such. So with that, <laughs> we're going to take our break. We'll be right back with a game from the radio. Be easy, guys. The Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back. For more information, give Alan a call at 516-221-9337. The Comic Book 
Dick Depot. Now, back to our show. Hi, everyone. This is Pronto Comics' own Dominic Sperano, and it is once again time for... My comic book pick of the week. So this week, it's a special pick of the week. It's not just the usual comic book pick of the week. Um, I was fortunate enough to be given an advanced screener of a movie coming out uh, on the 13th. So it should be out and available for you to watch immediately upon hearing this pick. Um, and the name of the film is called Wolf Walkers. Uh, and I got to tell you, when I first was asked to review the film, I thought, uh, I don't want to watch some weird werewolf horror movie thing. And I was completely and totally wrong on what I thought it was. And I realized that as soon as I saw the concept art. The story takes place in the mid-17th century Ireland. It's animated. It's PG It's PG rated. And you can watch it, as I said, on Apple TV now. It, it should be out and available now. It is wonderful. It is beautiful. It is rich. It's deep. Um, in some ways, it reminds me of Star Wars, not in terms of the story, not in terms of um, the subject matter, but in terms of how layered the messages of the film are. Um, it discusses and brings up, not in a preachy way, not in a um, lecturing way, but it brings up subjects of conservation, of nature, of uh, conserving animals, animal rights, humans, human treatment of animals, uh, religion, um, it, it, respect for religions. It... it on a much simpler level, it's about fathers and daughters and mothers and daughters and friendship and strength and, and working together and unity and overcoming differences and, and all these things. All these things are in this movie. And it's PG rated and it's good for all ages in my opinion. Um, pretty much if your kid is talking full sentences, they can appreciate this movie and they'll probably fall in love with it. And and you can blame me if they do like it, and then you've got to watch it like a million times. My friends who have kids are constantly watching movies <laughs> over and over again. I'll never forget one of my best friends had seen a Disney film like 50 times once he, when he started counting, and the Lord knows how many more times before that. It might be one of these movies. Um, but if you've got like a young young lady that you're raising or a young man, it's a wonderful movie. It is beautiful. It is drawn, hand-drawn, as I understand. The cons the art is genius. There are subtle um, differences in the drawing styles and the and the and the design styles of the characters based off of where they are in in the town. It, it takes place in Kilkenny, Ireland, a real place, and it depends if they were 
living inside the town or versus outside the town and how they portray nature and how they portray the man-made structures and it's just it's so beautiful it's so rich the creators of this beautiful film i i i wish i got a chance to interview them because i want to know like how long it took them to do it because there's clearly so much love and craft put into this uh this beautiful film it's about 90 minutes long and it flies by very quickly it's got amazing voice cast with sean bean in it um uh, and maria doyle kennedy who you may remember from uh orphan black and the tutors so it's just it's well written well conceived the art is beautiful the voice cast is amazing go check it out it's it'll be out november 13th so by the time that you're hearing this Go check it out on Apple TV, Wolf Walker, Wolf Walkers. I promise you, if you have small children, you will love it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's pick. Please remember, you can go and check out my own personal webcomic at fishysarcasm.com. You can become a Patreon of the comic. It's only $1 a month. It's the least expensive Patreon out there. I promise you that. Also, please go and check out prontocomics.com. We have plenty of comics for download. And always remember... Logic clearly dictates that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. So be safe and be healthy. Take care. Hi, this is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. So that about does it for this week on It Came From The Radio. Join us right here and every week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show... Lucky stars for not losing an hour of your life. Go to www.itcamefromradio.com. Listen to the archives, which will be up in a week or so. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a YouTube page. Also, check us out on btdradio.com. And we'll see you next week. And remember, if you're not laughing, you're not living. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.